Hello, everyone. This is Tavon, and this is my podcast. I got a lot to get into today because the media is that they are relentless. I mean, they they are they're selling divide, and it's working. I mean, I, I'm a big Facebook guy. I'm on Facebook probably every day. I may not post every day, but I read comments. I, I really like reading comments. And the things that are being said about George Floyd and this Georgia uh, shooting with the cop, with the, with the, uh, with the guy running away, uh, with the taser, I, I want to jump right into the Georgia case. Because they, I'm, I'm seeing right now that they had just charged the cop, and I mean that's unfortunate. Because what do you do in this case? What do you, as a cop? I'm not a big uh, police guy. I'm not. I'm not big on um, some of the things that the cops do personally, but I do acknowledge that we need police we need officers and uh it the whole defund the police crowd that's only going to make things worse in the black community in my opinion um you although i would say this i do think they need to put more money in the education system in these black communities but i don't think that comes uh with defunding the police i think there are several ways to to get money and, and fund these things without uh, make making matters worse. Um, I've been off for a while. I've been laying low. I haven't did a podcast in a while. I've been learning the business and listening to other podcasts and trying to up my game. So I had to take a little break. Also, I've been busy working and college and all sorts of other things, but. This Georgia case, they they approach an intoxicated driver. I don't know if they knew he was intoxicated, but from the police call, the 911 call that was released, uh, whoever was calling the, uh, the police operator mentioned intoxication. I think he's intoxicated. So, you know, they get into a scuffle, I never understood why people resisted arrest. I, I can never understand that. That's You're going to go to jail anyway. So just go to jail. There's no reason. There's no need to pile on with punches and, and running. And with that being said, <laughs> now listen to me. With that being said, this guy beat the shit out of these cops. I mean, he he flipped one of them, slammed them in the video. You can see the officer's legs in the air. Now, this is not a reason to shoot anybody. But if you look at the video, he's struggling with two cops. Well, I wouldn't say he's struggling. They're struggling with him. He takes the taser. So let's pause right there. He... Fights the police, which, come on now, you <laughs> you just don't do that. He gets the best of them, which that's, that's number one still. Number two, he then takes their weapon. 
I look at it like this. He's intoxicated. Does he really know that that's a taser? That's the scary part about all of this. Does he really know that that's a taser that he's taken from the officer? So with that being said, he takes the taser. He takes off running. He turns around and shoot the taser at the cops. Uh, I saw a few comments on Facebook, and I know Facebook is Facebook, but these are real Americans with real opinions. One guy said that it's not that serious to go chase him down. They should have dealt with him later since they already had his car. Now, if that's the way we want our police to, uh, our police to act in these situations, then we, we shouldn't send police out in the first place. Just let him go because he beat up two officers, which is a felony assault. He took the weapon from the officers, which is probably another felony. I mean, you took somebody's weapon. I mean, that's stealing. That's whatever. I don't know the actual law, the code, but you was intoxicated. So that's a DUI. Uh, we probably could have hit him with public drunk. I mean, it's, the charges could go on and on. And if he would have just got arrested, they probably would have just hit him with a, a DWI or a DUI. Either one, you know, and it probably would that would have been it. They would have paid his fines, might would have had a few classes, but he decided to beat up on the cops. I don't have too much to say about the George Floyd matters because we talked about this many a times. But still on this uh, Georgia case, um, they charged a cop with capital murder. I mean, that, that's crazy. I, I honestly think by charging the officer makes things worse. And this is why. In my humble opinion, I think he's going to beat these charges. Seeing what happened before all of this, after the shooting, they burned a Wendy's down to the ground. They're shutting out traffic. They're protesting. Things are starting to get a little out of control and violent. Um, so imagine him getting uh, acquitted. Things are going to get a lot worse. I mean, so it's unfortunate that uh, the guy lost his life. I'm not mentioning anybody's names in this podcast. Um I mentioned George Floyd because we talked about that, but the Georgia case, man, I don't even think this should even really be an issue, honestly. I really don't. I really don't because our cops got a job to do. I'm not the biggest cops fan. Anybody know me, they know I go on rants about the cops and how they talk to people, and there are bad apples, and then there are good cops that don't say enough about bad cops publicly. It just seemed like it's this big brotherhood. And, you know, if if you're blue, you're blue. And that's all that matters. You know, blue lives matter, right? And I've always had that con same concern uh, with Black Lives Matter. Do you truly believe in Black Lives Matter? You don't say anything about anybody black being killed unless it's from a white officer. I think that's problematic politically because how do you argue with someone who 
who brings that statistic up about black on black crime, black on black violence. I mean, you got black men dying every single day in the streets. Black Lives Matter don't say anything about it. And that's the number one issue in the black community is black on black crime. And you can probably put number two at education. And I mean, the list can go on and on. But those two top ones, I never heard Black Lives Matter talking about school choice ever. I never heard him talking about it. I, anybody know me? I am not a fan of Black Lives Matter. I'm sorry. I, I can't get with it. If you don't care about all black lives, then you don't need you don't need to be saying Black Lives Matter. I, I think it's actually disrespectful. You want to pick and choose what life matters. Yeah, all lives matter. But I do understand what some people are trying to say about this Black Lives Matter group, about they're trying to bring awareness to uh, these police brutality cases, which is not a lot, actually. If you really go look at the statistics, there's not a lot of police brutality across this country. And also, I will say this. I don't think this country have a racist problem. I think this country have a a racially biased problem when it comes to race a lot of people are biased anybody who looks like them they jump on the defense immediately i think if we can have a serious conversation about racial bias instead of racism we would we would make a lot of headway because the word racist and racism and systematic racism i don't i don't see that man i i really don't i think the biggest problem in the black community i i, I truly believe this is education and opportunities we gotta we gotta turn away from the welfare state we gotta turn away from these food stamps we gotta turn away from these section eight housing we gotta turn away from a lot of this stuff we gotta educate our kids because that's what the hell i'm doing my daughter we in my house, the education is important. Uh, my old lady, uh, she graduated with a bachelor's degree uh, this past December. She's working on a master's degree. I'm currently working on my bachelor's degree. And none of my kids will go through life without a college degree or some uh, Votech or any of that, uh, some trade or skill. But college will be the objective. That will be the mission. That will be the goal. And we have to push this. We have to talk more about uh, books and scientists and NASA and all of these things. We got to talk about these kind of things in our households. You know, I think another thing when I was coming up, what really saved me from the streets, call me crazy all you want, it was a TV show called Smallville. Now, I'm a huge Superman fan, Lex Luthor. I like the whole thing. Uh, and in this uh, TV series, they teach leadership. They talk about the importance of integrity, not stealing, not lying, and how you have good guys, you have bad guys. And I watched every episode, and I believe it's 10 seasons. I've been watching this since I was a little boy. and uh, But that was 
who I listen to, you know, Clark Kent, you know, um, you know, him talking and preaching to people, not necessarily preaching, but the messages in those episodes as a young black boy hearing that was like, oh, there is good in this world. There's true good in this world. That's what we need to put into homes is to teach leadership, integrity, respect, responsibility. We need to teach these things. We don't need to be teaching from the standpoint of uh, victimhood. We need to be teaching from the standpoint of power. We, we need to be teaching our kids that the streets is no place for a black child or a black, black girl. So it's unfortunate what happened in Georgia. It's unfortunate what happened in Minnesota. It's very unfortunate what happened in Minnesota. That's, that's tragic. Um, I think what's going on in Seattle is the president, he needs to step in and everybody know I'm against the insurrection act. I'm very against the insurrection act on uh, citizens and bringing in active duty uh, troops. But at this point you got people taking over the city. You got people um, shaking down business owners for money, telling them if you're going to be in a, uh, in this zone, autonomous zone, then you need to pay us. You need to pay up. They building a wall around this place there. I mean, they got bats out trying to bat people if they don't follow their rules inside the autonomous zone. I mean, I guess that's their law. That's, that's what they're governed on. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, this world, it, it's scary. It's a scary time. And I think that there's more going on behind the scenes that a lot of people do not know about. Here's my take on this uh, election season. You had the coronavirus. <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, you have the economy went down and everything start going to shit. Uh, you have that. Uh, you had governors being tyrants and telling dads and moms that was opening up their shops or playing with their kids in the park that they're going to go to jail. That's number three. So, uh, I mean, uh, number four, uh, you have John Bolton trying to release this book to hurt Trump with this, uh, classified information. He's currently being sued by the Department of Justice right now. And uh, number five, you have Donald Trump's niece trying to release a book talking about everything about Donald Trump and how he's a monster or whatever. And she's trying to uh, damage the president. So those are five things that the president has to face. And that's just you know, that's just five. There's other things that's happening in the world. Um, and, and it's scary. <laughs> 2020 is scary. And if anybody make it out of 2020, uh, you're going to be tough. You're going to be tough as nails. Because what don't kill us make us stronger. And But my, I'm afraid that what don't kill us further divide us. I like that. Quote me on that. I like that. Um... I think Trump is going to have a big problem on his hand come election. I mean, the polls don't look good, but the polls I don't think is as accurately or as, as accurate as it was in 2016. And even in 2016, it was way off. 
but I'm I'm going to vote for Donald Trump because I'm a policy guy. I'm not I don't look at popularity. I don't look at the tweets. I don't look at this. Oh, he said that he did this. I, I'm not into that. I'm not into that game. I'm really not. I'm re- I will never play that game with politics. I vote based on policies. What policy benefits me and my family? I don't want to vote for governors who are willing to lock up dads for playing soccer with their kid. But when rioters and looters are burning buildings down, that's that's all fine in his books. And you know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the New York City mayor, uh, Bill the Communist. <laughs> I don't say Bill de Blasio. I say Bill the Communist because that guy is he's off his rockers. Uh, he got a few loose screws. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm talking trash in this podcast. I really am uh, because w- this year will go into history books. This 2020 will be in the history books. And when our children read about what happened in 2020, they're going to say, hey, you lived through that, mom? You lived through that, dad? Yeah. Sadly, we we, we are living through this. And I just think it's going to get worse from here. I mean, it, it's going to get worse because the media is not, they're not letting up on Donald Trump. They've been full throttle at this since he got elected. And and it's working to an extent. The media, they are turning people against each other. I mean, even I, uh, last night, I was upset on Facebook. I was making uh, posts about conservatives and how upset I was about a lot of things that conservatives are saying. Although I do consider myself a conservative, libertarian. I have a lot of conservative values. Um, I'm not for a big government. I'm really for limited government, like, I think the government needs to downsize at least by 15 to 20 percent, if not more. I don't believe in high taxes. I believe that they need to downsize the welfare state. I'm I'm not with any of that. I'm I'm not for this health care for all. I'm not for free college because college is going to go up if it's free. They know the government's paying for it. They're going to go up on price. They're going to go up on dorms. They're going to go up on books. They're going to go up. Well, let me just say tuition. So take you down a whole list. But um, I'm not for a lot of things that's going on in the Democrat Party. Uh, I'm going to always be a Republican, in my opinion. I'm always going to vote Republican or the Libertarian Party. So uh, anybody knows me. And I know I said that like a thousand times. Anybody knows me. But I think. My biggest, I'm the biggest fan of Rand Paul. I mean, the guy's principle, he don't believe in uh, spying against Americans in the FISA, or should I say Fisk Court. Uh, uh, he don't believe in um, giving money, foreign aid to all these countries. I don't believe in that either. I don't believe we should be giving all this money to these foreign countries. And that's my problem with defunding the police. We don't need to defund the police. We need to defund a lot of this foreign aid and give that to schools. Yeah, it's a state thing. It's a local issue. But hell, we if we it's our money. 
give some of those federal dollars to these HBCUs or some of these smaller colleges, community colleges, some of these middle schools, high schools, better books. Matter of fact, screw the books. Let's just buy tablets and do eBooks. I mean, we're in the 21st century. I mean, we're, we need to update our technology in a lot of our schools. Get rid of these hardback books, paperbacks. Get rid of that. Let's do Apple tablets, Samsung tablets, whatever. And let's do ebooks. Let's invest. Gonna impeach the president over Ukraine and foreign aid. That that's nonsense, man. Oh, by the way, an impeachment happened earlier this year, an impeachment trial. So this is historic. And if Trump wins, that's just another thing added. Uh an impeached president won re-election. I mean. Jesus, we we are going through so much in 2020. But I think it's important that we educate our kids, sit them down if they're old enough and let them know what's going on in the world. And I think this is uh, the point where everybody needs to listen to one another without getting upset, because there are going to be things that you don't agree with. There's going to be things you do agree with. But um, I think the most important thing out of all of this is the riots and the looting. I think that's what really started to turn people off or and or turn people to pick sides and say, well, I'm not with the looting. I'm not with the riot. See, I was with y'all at first, but now y'all just burning businesses down. So I think politically that was a wrong move. That was the wrong move. And uh, it, it, it's it's been hijacked by Antifa and some other groups. Uh, they said there was some uh, uh, right wing groups in the in the mix that uh, that's what Attorney uh, General Bill Barr said. He said that there were some right wing extremists uh, within the uh, the chaos of the riots. So that's at this point, I'm not really calling it protesting. I'm I'm simply just calling it uh, riots. That's what I'm calling it. I mean. I'm not against shutting uh shutting uh traffic off. I'm mean, that that's protesting. But when you start shooting police officers in the head, like the police officer in uh, uh Nevada, Las Vegas, when you stab a police officer in the neck, when you shoot a police officer guarding a pawn shop, which he was black, you got all these cops being injured, hundreds of cops being injured. You got people being run over, mowed down by vehicles. You had a owner beaten in the street. Uh, I think this is turning a, a bad turn right now. It feels like it's getting worse by the day. Every day you can just pick up the phone, look at social media, and just tell. People are frustrated. People are angry. A lot of messages are being lost on both sides. I just don't know. I don't know where we go from here. I I said it about maybe two or three podcasts ago that it will get worse before it gets better. I did say that. I did call that out because I could lick my finger and put my finger up in the air and see which way the wind was blowing. And that's where it was blowing. So um, I hope everybody's safe. I hope everybody. I hope this blows over, but not only do I hope it blows over, I hope that there are legislation 
that gets passed in the Senate in the lower house of representatives and goes to the president's desk sometime this summer. I'm not saying to rush anything, but we do have to address police in this country. I mean, that's obvious. Now, you may look at the number and say, well, they don't kill a lot of black people, but we always want to update it every so often. We always want to update our laws and update standards and invest into the police department and get body cams and stuff like that. So that's why I always disagree with defunding the police. We don't want to defund the police. That only make things worse. We need to maybe give them a little bit more funding so we can have that check on them. So we can say, Hey, we gave you the money. You have the training. And there should be no excuses for uh, brutalizing citizens, not just black citizens, all citizens. Um, so I'm I'm against chokeholds for a lot of reasons, um, because I have a girlfriend. I have a daughter. I have two sisters. I have a mother. I have a lot of female uh, cousins. And who who what type of person would I be? If some guy was coming to do harm to them, rape them, whatever, and they're alone and let's say they do have some sort of fighting skill and they get to the point where they might have to put this guy in a chokehold. Can they use chokeholds? So what makes the cops different when they are being called out to a domestic violence uh, case? or call or they're being called out because a robbery or they're being called out uh, over a fight at a pool. And it's, you know, two big guys, 230 pounds. I mean, we saw what happened in Georgia where this guy beat the cops down. Uh, one of the cops had an opportunity to put it on a chokehold. And let me be clear. Chokeholds don't kill people. It's improperly chokeholds that kill people. So they had an opportunity to, to use the choke maneuver, put him on his belly and handcuff him. And looking at the video, I don't even know if that would have worked. I mean, this guy was big. This guy was throwing these cops around. I don't know how much that would have worked. So they did try to use the taser and he took the taser. So what do you do at that point when you can't get this guy down? You can't handcuff him. You can't even use your taser. Where do you go from there? That's all I'm asking. Where do you go from there? No, I don't think the cops should be charged. But he's charged already, so that's neither here nor there. They're going to go through the court systems, and I think he's going to get acquitted. And if he does serve any time, it might be six months. Because, you know, I, I think it's good. I think they charged him with that. And they're going to plead it down. I think it's going to plead down unless he just, you know, go to trial. But um, the world is it's a dangerous place, no doubt. And I'm not going to say I support the police. Um, I support the good police. I support law and order. I support having police on the ground and they should be the ones being called out, not social workers. But uh, I'm on Facebook. My name is uh, Tavon Hennessy on there. Last name is H-E-N-N-E-S-Y. Feel free to add me if you come across this uh, podcast. Feel free to add me on Facebook. Let me know where you heard me from. 
feel free to inbox me. Let me know what you think. Because uh, I do have mixed views on a lot of things. But one thing that I am is I'm consistent. I'm very consistent on all my issues. Um, I hope everybody be safe. And uh, we're coming up on a 30 minutes or we're coming up on a 29 minutes, but I'm going to cut it short here. Um, thank you for listening to the Tavon show and the Tavon podcast. I really appreciate this and everybody being patient with me. I haven't been on here in a while. I've been busy doing other things, not to say that this is not important, but uh, I had to take a step back and learn a few things. Um, but thank you. Thank you for listening.